we're on. Hi, everyone. Hi, I feel weird without our headphones. I know. I too. <sighs> I feel so free. I feel like... <laughs> it feels more like we really are just like having a conversation with coffee. Yeah, that's true. Like around the table. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to Wines and Wins. About three months late. I know. We were trying to do monthly and it felt like... I don't know. We were on tour or something. I felt like we were just <laughs> out of town for like three months straight. Somebody was out of town every single weekend. Yeah, yeah we didn't coordinate our vacations very well. Yeah. We? We'll remember no. that in the future. <laughs> it was completely weird. but And I was all excited because I was like, oh, it'll be fun. We can like talk about Pride stuff for our uh, June podcast. And then June came and went. And we weren't able to. We can still talk about Pride stuff. But um, June came and went and we were all out of town. So... What did you, where did we all go out of town? Let's start at the, who was the first was to first? go? I forget. I think it was. I was out of town because I was in California. Oh, yeah. Wait, was I in California? Where was I? <laughs> we don't even know where we were. Oh, my God. Where no, no, I, that was in California. That was a long time. That was in April. But, um, no, I was, well, I was in Pittsburgh one weekend. Yeah, that's And it. the weekend before, we were in Chicago. Okay. Chicago, so, Pittsburgh. Then I went on a work trip to Lincoln, Nebraska, of all places. Yeah, how was, like, how was Lincoln? It was terrible. It's like the hotbed <laughs> for your workplace. Yeah, it? for now. Next year, there we do like a big event um, in Lincoln every year, but next year we're moving it to um, Bloomington, IU in Bloomington. Oh, that's which will be, be way better. Way better because yeah. you can drive, and I can just like load up my car with all the stuff and not have to deal with Transco. trying to figuring out how yeah. to get everything in a suitcase that I need for the yeah. week, but. I mean, it's fun, but it's, like, so much work when I'm there. It's, like, just... You mean you didn't get much time to, like, explore beautiful Lincoln, Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> I, you'd actually be surprised. There's some... Pre- it's pretty nice. I'm sure cool it is. Stuff, I'm but, sure there is some cool stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's mostly just, like, get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and then you're working and busy until, like, midnight, and you try to, like, get a few hours of sleep and, like, keep going, keep going. Yeah. So it's kind of all a blur, yeah. yeah. Um, but then... Um, after that, I was gone again because I just went to Washington State where I grew up. Yes. So, between those two things, I think, those were like on weekends that you It was like alternating weekends. I know. That's <laughs> what makes it hard. Because then, Neen, where all did you go? And then, well, we did the Chicago trip and then a few weeks later we did Michigan with my family. And that was one weekend that you both were here that I was not here. Correct. <laughs> Which... Just How was the Chicago trip? I don't think I've talked to you guys since. Oh my god, oh my Chicago! God, I fun. haven't seen you in. I know. A year, I know. The three of us haven't really been. And together the last time we tried to hang out, I was like sick, deathly ill. <laughs> yes, that randomly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was random. That was <laughs> random. You guys, I think I'm gonna throw up. Actually, <laughs> I was fine, and then suddenly I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Like this uh. is terrible. I know the server. And I did. I like the server at the restaurant. Was like, you didn't like that mac and cheese. I was like, I just can't stomach it at the moment. I don't (laughs) know. She's like, because that's really good. I totally threw up. You guys, I didn't. Did you throw up at the restaurant? Oh my god! I didn't want to. You guys were like eating, so I didn't want to be like, guys. I vomited everywhere. (laughs) It was awesome. You know nothing. But no, I like threw up quite a bit. Nothing is like. I have no idea why. By the way, that's really weird. I was just like, it was probably jet lag. Well, nothing is more depressing than having to throw up in a public bathroom. Yeah, it's um, upsetting. The worst. <laughs> so, uh, Chicago was great. We went to, Nina and I went to visit uh, with friends. Our friend Jocelyn who um, and her husband who have a baby. Um, Jojo, who is uh, almost exactly Walter's age, actually. They're like a month apart. Yeah, so cute. And um, 
we got to see CB, our friend as well. So it was, uh, it was a great trip. We ate some really awesome food. Um, and the weather was actually perfect while we were there. Yeah. It was good. It was really fun. The babies definitely dictate the trips from now on though. Like we spent our days entertaining them, taking them to baby water parks. Oh. Uh, yeah. I didn't, fun. I didn't hate it. And this is the yeah, thing. Fun. So <laughs> it was fun because I feel like we're kind of all at that age now. We're in our thirties where it's like, I don't, I don't, when I go out of town, I don't want to like rage as much as I used <laughs> oh, to. Oh yeah. No, and I so, need to like sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so Jocelyn was like, you know, we're going to have to, I hope it's okay with you. Like we're going to have to kind of plan some stuff around the babies. And I was just thinking, no, this is amazing. This means built-in nap breaks for me oh, yeah. <laughs> when the babies are napping. So it was, um, it was actually great. And like just being able to like just be at their house knowing that, you know, once we put the babies to sleep, we were basically in there. Yeah. Uh, so we were just like staying in. So that was. And you love the babies just. Oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. And seeing the babies together was hilarious oh, and so much so fun. And I love nothing's cuter than babies like interacting. So cute. And, <laughs> and it was just adorable because they're both so sweet and they both have completely different personalities and it's so fun to watch. Yeah. The I little quirks of their friends. personalities. And you too. When they grow up. I know. Well, well they're definitely going to be friends. But I want them to be best. Best. <laughs> and if they're not, I'm going to be pissed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they, um, they, it was really funny because Walter is just like the most like social butterfly, want to like hang out with everybody, hang out with everything, like look at all the toys, <laughs> like crack everybody up. Yeah. Walter and his tiny feet. And, and it's so funny because Jojo, and she reminds me so much of the way I was as a kid. She's just very like, uh, wants to observe. Yeah. She can observe her. And really? yes. And she's very, she's a very intense thinker. Um, and, uh, you know, she's like, you can tell she's like weary of new people and she's like feeling out the situation. But then, um, that's amazing because then when you do get like a smile out of her or something, you're like, you feel so special. You're because like, I'm, like, in, ah! I'm in the club. <laughs> she loves me. Yeah, so it's, she's so sweet and she just looks like a little beautiful baby in like a Renaissance painting. She I does. just always say yeah, that she, she does. does. She's so cute. It's like a little it's so porcelain dainty. peach. Yes. Yeah. She's just an adorable baby. Um, so we're lucky. We have everybody that I know has had really precious, adorable babies that are super, <laughs> super easy to like yeah. want to spend time with. Um, so that was really fun. It was good. Because if any of them had uggos, we wouldn't be interested in spending time with them. You know, not all babies. I'm just going to say. We're lucky that we have adorable babies that we want to spend time with. Well, okay. If you have an ugly baby, I am not spending time with No, but you know what I mean? Like, not every baby is is cute right out of the chute. And I feel forever. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Why? There are some. That and just... I feel like, oh my gosh, we got really adorable babies. And I remember my so I'm glad. my sister-in-law would openly say her youngest daughter. Um, she's like, yeah, Maddie started out a little rough. <laughs> like she, oh, she, oh my god, she needed some time. Oh no, this and, is, guys. What if we were those babies and we don't know? We just think that kind cute. of makes me. I was a fucking beautiful baby, but. <laughs> What Don't if, you call me another baby. <laughs> but what if, you know, it's like they say, if if it's your kid, you'd never right. think they're not yeah, cute. Yeah. What if you're like that with yourself and you're like, I'm the cutest baby, but everyone's like, <laughs> but in reality, oh. 
<laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of that Seinfeld episode. Do you remember that when they have the ugly baby they and they're all like, the "Baby," and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> he's cute." <laughs> I know the mom is like, "How long has it been since you've seen my Anthony?" Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> And they're all like, no, no, please, no more pictures. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. If you are a mom, you have a baby, and you know it's ugly. Even if you know it's ugly, you can't... You have to pretend like it's not. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah. You, you just, just have to love it. You, you just have just... to walk through the world and be like, yeah, it's and you, cute. And you have to be like, well, we're going to work with what you got. So, right. Time for extra cute outfits. <laughs> time for Instagram filters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so mean. That's mean. We're going um, right But we hell. know, we know that not every, not every baby is super cute. All babies are lovable. I'm not saying that, but seriously, I was very impressed right off the bat with the babies in our <laughs> yeah. inner circle. So you know, these babies are, were cute out the shoot. Cute out the shoot. Very yes. <laughs> that's so gross. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> gross. Um, so. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about our wines and what do you guys have wines and wins from the past three months? Oh God. I'm sure I can think. I definitely have a win. What's your win? We can do wins first. Um, so when I was on vacation, you guys, this is the first time I've ever done this, but I worked out every day on wow. vacation. On vacation yeah. even. Okay. Wait, then you should not feel a well, certain way yeah. about like eating certain ways on vacation. If you're working out on vacation. Yeah. I mean, that's a big win, it definitely though. ate really badly, but it makes you feel better to work out first because you're like, but literally we would like get up early, work out, and then we'd be like, okay, let's go get a croissant or like a donut or something for oh, breakfast. for sure. Um, so we still ate really bad. It's but still it vacation. Just, it's just something like really good, makes you feel really good about working out before you like eat terribly. But um, yeah, so that was the first time I've ever done it. I've worked out on vacation, but never every single day of vacation. So we like were on a, on a roll, which... Was it's nice. impressive. Yeah. It really is. I was. Impressed I don't think I've ever been myself. that. Yeah, it helped a lot actually with like jet lag and stuff. Like I didn't. <laughs> except I sh- for the part. That you except when I got back, <laughs> I should have kept working out when I got back because um, when we went there and we started working out immediately, it like definitely helped us like adjust. But mm-hmm. yeah, I should have kept that up when I got back because <laughs> I didn't do so well. <laughs> well, that's something that also helps with. Um, it always helps me. Like I get more restful sleep when I'm like working out consistently. And that's crucial when traveling. Yeah. So, like, it might have helped you. Yeah, exactly. And I, since I got back, I haven't been working out as much. And, like, I haven't been sleeping very well. No, I've been sleeping horribly I'm all over the place with my, like, sleep calendars. I just keep falling asleep when I feel like falling asleep. And then I can't sleep at night. And this just, like, keeps going on and on. So, I need to just work out and, like, crash, you know? Yeah. For sure. Anyways. That's the only win. win I could think of. But wine, I don't know. I don't really... Have a wine. I, I guess well, just that's that good. I threw up. <laughs> Our first meeting. That was annoying. <laughs> it was really annoying. Um, oh, that's good. Maybe. Were you able to enjoy that delicious short yeah, rib mac and cheese? I never ate it. You I never know. ate it? it looked I don't really... blame you. I mean, after you throw well, up. Well, you throw up. You guys, I don't yeah. even know. I was sitting there, and you know the lady next to us who was having like a really oh deep God, conversation so yeah. about saving her marriage or whatever? Oh, God. That was so awful. But um, she ordered a shrimp salad. Yeah. And I was fine. And then all of a sudden, I was like, the shrimp salad came out, and I was like... <laughs> Oh, that smell's not hitting me, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Did my shrimp and grits have that same effect on you? No, because <laughs> it was just like the initial smell was wafting off her shrimp. Because yeah. hers was on a salad, so it was like more smelly. Mm. And it was just hitting me, and I was like, oh, that's not hitting me, right? <laughs> so that is so funny. Yeah. I was just sitting there, and I was like, 
oh, all of a sudden I'm really warm and that does not smell good. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. Oh I cannot God. tell you guys And then how... I was fine. After yeah. I threw up, I was fine. It was a very eventful, like, evening for just a random Tuesday night. <laughs> no. Um, so that was weird. So I got to the restaurant uh, before you guys a few minutes and I sit down and we're sitting so close to this small table where it's like this woman and this man having it out over like marriage or relationship issues. And it was so awkward. And I was just sitting, before you guys got there, I was like very into the conversation. I was I totally like they listening. weren't even being very discreet. No, they weren't. The man especially wasn't. I could tell that the woman kind of was trying to like keep her voice down, but then I'd feel the, like the guy would be, he, I, I just remember him saying, text messages don't lie. And I was like, oh, whoa. He got receipts. It was so intense. <laughs> it was really intense. And then they just kept going and going after you guys got there. And I was like, oh my God. And then the shrimp salad came out. And I mean, yeah. Everything was downhill. Yeah, that was, that was, I, I gotta say, I was disappointed. That was not a very good veggie burger also. Aww. So maybe we go somewhere else next Yeah. Week. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, Neen, do you have wins and wines? Oh, boy. Um, I can't think of any right now. I'm so unprepared. After two months of not being a podcast, you'd think I'd be better prepared. But do you have anything off the top of your head so I can think about something? Um, uh, yeah, okay. So I have a wine about... Um, so the company that I work for, this just drives me crazy. I feel like we change insurance providers every year. It's like every year they're like, we're redoing insurance, uh, health insurance options this year and they're going to be so much better. But in reality, it's like you have to jump through all these hoops to sign up for like different insurance because the plan that you used to have is no longer offered or something. And they try to market it as though like, it's going to be so much better for you. But in reality, it's like maybe long term, but now I have to get all my shit switched over to like new insurance. So I just went through a debacle the past few days where like I ran out of my birth control and I've been trying to get my prescription switched from my old prescription provider to my new one. And it has been like hot mess express. It's mm-hmm. been so bad. And it was just terrible. Like express scripts, I'm going to put you on blast right now. Um, your <laughs> phone agents. Are you listening? Your express scripts. Your phone agents <laughs> suck. They are not helpful. They are not nice. And I was transferred over the 45 minute period back and forth between two departments, like probably six different times. And I tried to explain, like, no, please don't transfer me to pharmaceuticals. They aren't going to talk to me. They only talk to pharmacists. That's what they told me. And they're like, ma'am, they're going to need to help you there. And I'm like, I literally just told you that they're not going to, but okay. And then they would transfer me. And then I would talk to the person of pharmaceuticals, and they would transfer me back to the other person. So it was just a mess, and it's just a bummer because right now I don't have my birth control. Um, So I'm off birth control right now. So... That is, and I've been on birth control for like the pill for probably, um, I don't know, like 12 years. So it's, uh, I think it's like throwing off my, I mean, I know it is like throwing off my hormones a little bit and I just have had like an anxiety, Mm. um, lately more than I normally do. And it hasn't been like debilitating or anything, but it definitely is frustrating when you feel like it's stuff that couldn't be avoided like I feel like I did everything right on my end and 
they weren't trying to help me. Mm. And so anyway, I, now I have to wait another like five days to get my prescription. And, uh, last night I had like an amazing day. This is probably going to be my win. Um, we went to danger wheel. Mm-hmm. You guys know danger wheel. Um, it was my first year going and it was one well, of, it I was so really much fun. What it is. It was like one of my favorite days in Cincinnati. So it's so weird. So in Pendleton, just the neighborhood, um, kind of in OTR, um, one of the businesses, uh, nation started, this is the fifth year for it, but they started back when there was like no other Pendleton businesses, Mm. um, to get people into the neighborhood. They started this event, annual event called danger wheel. Mm -hmm. And it's where, uh, they take the entire street. It's like a two block stretch of like downhill street in Pendleton going into OTR and they turn it into like a, essentially like a course, like a race course. And then adults, adult teams sign up to tricycle race. Oh my And they're like big, they're not like regular tricycles. They're like adult sized tricycles. And they tricycle race down the hill. And then there's like a bracket. So it starts out, it started out with like 120 some teams. Mm -hmm. And then it narrows down to like 60 some. And then like it narrows down by half every time. So it's like one team racing another team down the hill. But throughout they put, uh, they put out like, uh, obstacles. So it starts out as like two small ramps and then they put out like one big ramp and then they put out these emoji balls, which are like these huge six foot in diameter, like, uh, beach balls that they have to like ride through. But it is, it's so much fun. And you can like watch by the sidelines and, uh, get beer. Now there's like a bunch of places to get beer in Pendleton and there are all these tents with beer and food and stuff. And, um, they do this every year. Yeah. I want to go. It's so much fun. And so this was the fifth year for it. And this was the first year I've ever gone. Like I knew about it, but this is the first year we ever like planned to go for like the whole day. And we were there the whole day. And, uh, so it was really fun, but people like take it super seriously. Like they dress up in crazy costumes and like there were different themed teams. Like there's a team that's themed like America and they're all wearing like, (laughs) like stars and stripes, like flag stuff. There's another team that was like, uh, um, like company sponsor teams too. So like Ryan guys had a team and, um, it's like, there was another team that was wearing like space suits and stuff like that. There's another team that was wearing like unicorn onesies. And are, are the teams responsible for like building their own tricycles? No. So the tricycles are the same for okay. every team. They are, uh, they're the same mm. every time, but they have to race down, but it's like really crazy. Cause they get pretty high speed <laughs> and when they wipe out, it's like, hard like somebody broke their arm this year oh my like gosh. road rash like they have medics and they have a they have like a tent for people after they come off the course if they wipe out in like a bad way but last year this is so crazy last year uh one of our friends went and she was like yeah there was a guy who got a compound fracture and his bone was like sticking out of his leg wow. and she was like and he didn't even notice at first and he like got up and tried to get back on the tricycle oh, oh and God. she was like and people were like oh, oh. and then he saw it and he like laid down and he had to be taken to the hospital but um it's like very serious i have videos of the wipeouts and yeah it's like concrete you're wiping out on concrete i would never actually do it um, they even have a section like where they're like the blind race so it's literally like they black out the helmets what? So you can't see, and you're just like riding down blind. Oh my gosh! It's so dangerous. Like honestly, I would never. Maybe when I was like 19 and stupid, but I would never do it now. And people do it. I mean, like of all ages, and like men, women, like 
People do it. And then it's kind of like a bobsled team where, like, the first 10 yards, your team can push you to gain maximum <laughs> oh speed. So, like, there are guys, like, run and, like, are pushing them, and then they, like, aren't allowed to push them after the first, like, 10 yards. So then oh they just gosh. go. But it is, it is really crazy. That but then, oh, sounds nuts. The, and then another really fun part of it is that you can buy water balloons for a buck a piece, the spectators. And so they get water ballooned on their way down, too. So, like, somebody will be coming down and be pelted by, like, 50 water balloons. <laughs> Oh my god. It's very int- it's like something from um I don't know, what are, like uh like when I was growing up I used to watch like Double Dare and stuff like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Like on Nickelodeon. It seems like something from like a nineties Nickelodeon yeah. um, obstacle show. So anyway, we did that yesterday. That's probably my win because it was so much fun and it was like such an amazingly beautiful day. Yeah, it was. Um so we had a blast, but then I came home last night and I just could feel like anxiety and one of the worst parts about anxiety is having it and not know why you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. So like I had a great day. Everything was good. Like I don't know why I'm feeling anxious. I think part of it is my work is like kind of stressful right now. I'm getting into like my really busy season at work. So I think that's part of it. But I don't know. It was that's a bummer. a bad feeling. Yeah. It sucks. I'm like I shouldn't. It's like most of what anxiety is is like you are feeling worried or you're feeling sad and you're like don't know why. Yeah. And then that makes it worse because you're like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like why? Then you'll try to figure out something. What? Yeah. I'm like trying to figure out what it was. Something bad, and then you kind of overanalyze everything. Yeah. Yeah. You like you will think of something right to be anxious about, and then it just gets worse. I know, and that makes me feel like work is not even that stressful yet, and I'm like. It makes me feel like I'm overstressing about little things. But so anyway, that was my one and my win. Um, did you come up with anything? Yeah. Um, I guess my win would be the traveling that we've done. Just little trips. Like they were pretty much just extended weekend trips. Um, and I keep getting these, like you know, like the time hop reminders. And like two years ago, we were in Glacier National Park and Yellowstone and... It just reminds me of like the trips Chris and I used to go on that were like two weeks long, mm-hmm. but it was like nonstop, like bam, bam, bam. We have to hit all these fun things. Like we're going to be out here, so we might as well do this. It's only an hour away or whatever. So, but we would just like, I don't know, sightsee ourselves dead by the end of vacation to where you need a couple days to recuperate before you like get back to work. Not that I don't need that still now, but, um, these past couple trips have just been way more low key. Obviously, with a kid, we can't do all the like adventurous, like on a whim kind of things that we would do in the past. But like when we went to Michigan, we just like took our time in the mornings and like drank coffee on the porch swing and walked down to the little lake that's by the cabin, and it was just so peaceful and beautiful. And I always think that I could live in Michigan, like. Mm-hmm. nature but um then I remember like <laughs> the winters up there yeah. and I couldn't there's no yeah. way I can't do Cincinnati winters let alone Michigan I know Cincinnati that's, is about it for me yeah, in terms of like exactly winters that's exactly how I feel about going back home yeah cause I go home in the summer and it's the most beautiful place on earth yeah this the weather there in the summer is perfect yeah and I'm like why did I leave here like, right but then I go back for Christmas in the winter and I'm like oh yeah, oh, yeah. this is the <laughs> price you pay for like right. four weeks of like beautiful, beautiful. summer yeah. is you put up with like 
four months of just like yeah being inundated by snow and yeah. blizzards and like ice storms and it's yeah. it's and rough not leaving your house for two weeks yeah it's a rough winter that's uh, for sure that's yeah like, i feel like any place anywhere like north of cleveland is you really only have yeah you have like four weeks of really nice weather perfect weather and other than that it's like windy and cold yeah. and uh blustery and you don't get a lot of sunshine i feel like the summers here are really really hot and yeah. brutal but this the fall is so gorgeous oh my yeah. gosh springs and falls in ohio are nice mm-hmm. um for sure it's like jim gaffigan when he talks about he says you know everybody always loves fall that's a nice day <laughs> like, you get, like you get one of them no it really is like when you get one of those really crisp and nice fall days and, well that's like one of those things i mean living in the midwest it's every day is different and it's so funny because where my brother and sister-in-law live they live out in california where every day is like very similar weather-wise yeah. and it's really nice they get almost the whole year round like they get very little rain it's beautiful and it usually stays in between like 55 degrees is like the coldest and like 80 degrees is the hottest yeah. so it always stays in there i like a place that in the summer it cools off at night that's always like the best yeah. when yeah, you're like that's oh how it's it down is. like 55 degrees yeah. that's night. how it is out there it's like jacket Love weather that. in the evenings and it's so nice but it's just funny because then <laughs> when they come back uh my brother throws such a tantrum when they come back if it's like not within that yeah. temperature radius and I'm like dude you grew up here your whole life you shouldn't like you should know that when you come back in the fall it's gonna be chilly at night yeah but um or when you come back in the summer it'll be like it's so hot and I'm like yeah it's very humid <laughs> midwest <laughs> um so you guys I have uh I know that we did like the great cookie taste which how fun was the great cookie the taste? great the great cookie taste off was amazing it was good. It was really good. My stomach hurt later, but it was oh, good. I felt miserable the rest. Of, in fact, I think I took a really long nap. Um, I think Oreos are like <laughs> that. Reminds me of something. Oh no! What I when I was on vacation, I realized that I found a cookie, a sandwich cookie <gasps> that I like more than oh Nutter Butter. No, <laughs> I don't believe it. I you really were so did. you were ride or die for Nutter Butter. I know, but I found this new cookie and it? I tried it, and the whole. Vacation, I kept being like, I, I think I like this more than Nutter Butter. What are, they? what are they? It's at Trader Joe's. It's a Trader Joe's brand. We gotta and they this. make a cookie butter sandwich cookie. So it's like butter cookies with mm-hmm. cookie butter in between. Huh. Which is just like liquid cookie, right? It's, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> felt like. I mean, is it made from cracker? Cracker. <laughs> what is cookie butter? I don't know. Oh, it's okay. fucking delicious. It's, it's like. But it's like it's like peanut the best butter thing only. Ever. It's like oh. peanut butter only. It doesn't taste like peanuts. It tastes like. I was gonna a Google cookie. it, but I can't. Okay. Trader Joe's cookie. I, I literally like ate an entire pack. You guys, like, it's <laughs> not okay. You know what I love is I love the way that your trips and vacations are like. There's always a cookie along for the ride. That's because of <laughs> my partner. Oh, does he? <laughs> Kamal brings cookies. Kamal has to eat cookies every vacation. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that the past two podcasts, we've talked about your cookie preferences during trips. Well, Cam's whole thing is like, he loves getting Oreos and like different cookies like that. And he eats them for breakfast on vacation a lot of times. But I admire that. Bless his heart. (laughs) Yeah. um, Okay. Well, this one was, he chose these cookies. He always chooses the cookies and I choose something else. But then I end up like... I ended up eating like the whole box. So I was just like, oh my God, these are amazing. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, my, my vacations are often centered around cookies to that, not by my doing, but his. Well, I have... But I, then I join in. How did you get to Lucky? I, I have uh, two cookies today that um, I just saw, because now, ever since the cookie taste off, I, at the grocery store, go down the cookie aisle just to see like what new Oreos are available, <laughs> Yeah. even if I don't buy them. And then I saw these two, and I don't know, I was feeling in the mood where I was like, I'm going to buy these so we can try them on the next podcast. So I bought two types of Oreo Thins. Um, I bought one is coconut, and one is latte. And I was really excited about them because Oreo Thins were kind of the dark horse <laughs> in our... Um, and our cookie taste off. We didn't know how we were going to feel. And we ended up really liking we them. We really liked them, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and try. And I know Ashley's doing the whole 30. So I'm, I feel bad doing this. It's okay. But um, Nina, I don't know if you want to try these or not. I will. Okay. So first we have the coconut. I'm very nervous about the coconut. It's either going to taste really good or it's going to taste like sunscreen. It smells good. Can I smell it? It does smell really good. It mainly smells like the Smelling cookies. is the gateway. Well, it smells like the cookie, yeah. Okay, let's try it. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> oh, I like it. It's a subtle coconut mm -hmm. aftertaste, kind of. Mm. I like it. I do. I'm not crazy about coconut stuff, but it's not. Either. It's not a very coconut coconut would be good. Yeah, it's, it really isn't. It's like not very coconutty at all. I thought it was going to be way more overpowering. I thought it was going to be like that horrible. But would you the buy them? Like, would you buy them again? No, mm, no. probably not. I would probably just buy like a regular. Like, they taste very regular. Like it was like regular. essence of coconut. But, yeah. Okay, I'm really excited about the like latte. major. <clears throat> major left turn would be like if one of these cookies threw out one of your other ones, like <clears throat> like the cookie butter did. The latte one smells much more latte intensive. Like it smells. Oh yeah, that smells like coffee. Coffee sugar. <laughs> yeah, it's going back for a second one. Oh. It does smell like a latte. It doesn't taste super latte. -y. No, but maybe I'm being overpowered by the coconut. This is good though. I would actually buy these. I would too. I mean, I'm I'm gonna really? I mean, my, I did. I'm gonna dip it in my coffee right now. I was gonna say I'm gonna do but the same. Neither of these knock out no. your original. The, the, um, the latte is really good, but again, I'm kind of surprised that it's not more, more of a punch. Yeah, like I was kind of looking forward to like a lot of coffee flavor, <laughs> and I'm not getting that. Like some of the co some of the cookies we tried, I felt like were too much. Of, like, I was not into Too the, uh, yeah, I was not into, like, mm -hmm. the, what's it called? The, um, carrot cake? Mm. Oh, yeah. I feel like that one was, tasted like potpourri a little bit to me. <laughs> and same with that, that one with the orange in it. Dipped like, in the coffee is really a game changer. Did anybody oh try those, like, moon landing ones? They were, like, purple no. marshmallow? I wanted to get mm -hmm. those. Those are marshmallow in the middle. Oh, my God, it's so Can good I put in coffee. Now? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're going to have a problem with the latte. Yeah. So the latte cookies dipped in coffee is really a wonderful pairing. I approve. I mean, it's really good. I bet that's... I apologize for all the gratuitous munching. Um, Last time we did the cookie tasting, Chris took like 11 cases of cookies to work the next day. I was going to say, I'm taking those to work unless you guys want them. Nope. Um, I'm going to take those to work because I know that everybody's going to eat them. Um... We did have an like obscene amount. There were so many cookies <laughs> last time. Yeah. Um, I mean, just boxes and boxes and boxes of cookies. So don't be surprised if um, if I see a new flavor out and I buy it for, <laughs> for our next podcast just to try it. 
Because now I'm curious about the Oreo flavor. Next time I'll bring some cookie butter. I, I want to oh, try yeah. these Trader Joe's cook, cookie butters. Yeah. But then again, I feel like I've talked it up too much now. Mm. I don't know. Suit, so come with you. Open I don't know. Anything that you say surpasses Nutter Butters. I was going to say, <laughs> you were repping like a mascot for Nutter Butters. <laughs> like, you were so. No, I was trying intense. to get a sponsorship deal. <laughs> Um, you were very intense about Nutter Butters, but, um, which, I mean, Nutter Butters are delicious, so. They really are. They're so good. You know what would be so good? Is like a Nutter Butter dipped in Nutella. Oh, yum. Wouldn't that be good? Oh my God. That'd be so good. (laughs) I would be, I I mean, why isn't that a thing? Yeah. I would do. That's true. Like a Nutter Butter. Why is there not a Nutella sandwich? I would do very bad things. Just to have like a box of Nutter Butters next to a jar of Nutella. (laughs) And ashamed to admit that yesterday um, I bought a pack of M&M's that are the hazelnut spread M&M's. Are they good? Of course they are. They're amazing. That sounds amazing. the almond yes. butter Snickers? No. Fuck off. No. So <laughs> good. <laughs> you go to hell. You just go straight to hell, both of you. It's so good. You know what? It's I like mean? one of those things you eat, and then you're immediately like, "I really wish I didn't know this exists." Like, yeah. You know totally. what I used to love as a kid, and I haven't had one since I was a kid. And thinking about Snickers makes me want one. The Snickers ice cream bars with like oh, the caramel yeah. in the middle. Those are really. Have you guys good. ever had those? So funny thing. Those are so good. At work, we have this big freezer where it's just stockpiled of ice cream, like for kids' camp and for these little grill outs that we do every week. And I opened it up just like. Like, take a little inventory of what was in there. Oh, no. And there was a box of Snickers ice cream. God, they're so you good. You can bet your ass that I had one. <laughs> and I felt, like, really bad about it. This was just a week ago. So, yes, oh, I'm very familiar with the Snickers so ice good. cream bars. Snickers ice cream bars, man. That, like, ice creamy nougat stuff yeah. in there paired with the caramel. Oh, so good. So good. Okay, so uh, maybe we should transition. We could talk about food for a yeah. minute. Maybe we should transition, though, to... Um, I know that we, we kind of are flying by the seat of our pants for this one, <laughs> but do we have any any nominees for Garbage Person of the Week, of, of the month, I and do. winners? You do? Okay. Well, this one is... Um, I had this one saved from a couple months ago. Okay. Um, and it kind of feeds into what we were just talking about, about the... Um, Snickers ice cream. Snickers ice cream, <laughs> cookies, all of that. <laughs> because, um, and we kind of touched on it a little bit last week, but um, Nike came out with a plus size mannequin. Mm. Um, yes. For uh, their plus size line of like workout wear. And it just got a ton of really unexpected backlash. Unexpected in my, like, I was surprised at how hateful some of the things were about. And it wasn't the mannequin, mannequin like a size 16, yeah. which mm-hmm. is actually the new national average. I was going to yeah. say, I mean, when I think of now, yeah. when I think of plus size, I don't think of size like 14, 16. I think right. of like, you know, much higher sizes because there are women that are above a size 16. Totally. And I feel like when you see plus size and when you see like plus size models and things like that, like no shade to them. They're amazing. But at the same time, you never, you almost never see like a size like 22 model right. or a size mm-hmm. like 30 model. Right. You see size 14. 14s yeah. or With size. No belly, by the way. Or size 12s. No plus size model even has or, a belly. It just means you have booty and thighs. Yeah. And boobs. Or even, yeah. or even a size 12, which to me is not even plus size. But um, you see women of that type of physique, which is great. I mean, like we are women of that type of physique. But still, it just, 
is upsetting because I feel like they're like the woman who is above a 16 is totally left out of the equation altogether. Mm -hmm. But go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, well, part of that is the Nike mannequin. Like you said, like it's, it's not like this mannequin is showing like skin, like pouring over the ledges of the pants. Like there's no muffin top whatsoever. It's literally, no, it looks like a plus size woman with a six pack. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like what it looks like. The belly is like, yeah, absolutely. And, um, which is crazy. There was one article in particular that took aim at this model, this mannequin, I should say, um, from, what was it from? Sorry, pulling it up right now. From the Telegraph, and the headline was, Obese Mannequins Are Selling Women a Dangerous Lie. So, I guess they What's the lie? I guess the lie is that you can be active and still be plus size, and they think that that is untrue. Well, we we all debunk that because we work out... I mean, it's not hard to argue i mean there are plenty of people who go to the gym Mm -hmm. yeah that maybe they want to lose more weight or maybe they've already lost a great great like you don't know their yeah i saw a bunch of people a bunch of women like real women um yeah it was real women guys it wasn't mannequins (laughs) um punching back on this but i saw a bunch of women on instagram posting Mm -hmm. like they were saying like i'm size 16 and they're like showing themselves in workout wear like working out like Like, we have to work out too you know yeah Yeah. not that i do as much as i would like but yes no that's i saw that too like there were a bunch of uh like yeah a bunch of women that came back that was there like um plus size women that are like yeah i'm a yoga instructor i teach eight classes a week Mm -hmm. or like i'm an ultra runner i've run 16 marathons in the past two years and you know things like that and it's so true like i can tell you i trained for a half marathon and i ran the half marathon and i was every bit a size 14 when i ran that half marathon and uh i ran four days a week leading up to that and i still do i still go to the gym five days a week and um I am still now like a size 12. So it's like, it really, and also I think the dangerous lie that the Telegraph is talking about, that's a ridiculous headline, but the dangerous lie I think is that if you are skinny, it means you're healthy because health is different for different people and bodies are all different. And just because like I'm healthier now than I ever was back in college when I was like a size eight Mm -hmm. and, or I ever was back in high school when I would eat a bag of chips and a cookie at lunch and I was like a size four. Right. Like I'm a health, I'm a much healthier person now and more consistent in taking care of my body than I ever was back then. And I know that there was like a lot of thinner people, like no shade to them, but there's a lot of thinner people who, eat complete and total garbage right. and like, you know, are not very healthy. So that, that to me is a lie is that like the size of your body is equals yeah. what, uh, how healthy you are. Right. Cause it doesn't. And I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that the way that we are being, um, like we are able to view models that are more representative of like yeah. the wider range of women. Um, like, a lot of the, like Target has introduced Mm -hmm. plus size models and they just put them into their regular, you know, they're not like, oh, here's where the plus size people are. Like they're just in the They're making an announcement out of the fact that they're featuring a plus size model. Yeah. What I like about Target too is that Target is one of the companies that has stopped, uh, they've stopped Photoshopping their models. And I really, um, I really like that because I think that you know, every body, like most bodies have stretch marks. Most right. bodies have 
you know, Cellulite. wrinkles, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that I can go in there and I can see even like a size two model who may have stretch marks yeah. and they don't Photoshop that out. Right. And also like I, a Target ad popped up on my Facebook this morning where one of the girls in a dress was, had a, uh, was an amputee. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Uh, yeah. They've been really inclusively. Yeah. That's yeah, what, that's that. really cool. They're back to school campaign too. Cause I was just on the website. I'm like stalking this dress from there to see when it goes on sale. Which one? The green one? Yeah. Okay. I love it. You told me um, about it. I told her, yeah. Uh, but I've been like stalking this one dress. So I keep checking it and they started their back to school campaign and their back to school ads show children like in wheelchairs and, um, you know, like yeah. diverse range of kids and like amputees and things like that. And I think that's really great that we are seeing that kind of inclusive, uh, inclusivity because we haven't seen that really very much. Um, that's been kind of a population that's been ignored for the most part when it comes to like models and acting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but one thing I've been following, I, I do follow some plus size models like Ashley Graham and mm -hmm. Hunter McGrady and, um, what's her name? Iskra Lawrence. Mm. She does a lot of American Eagle stuff, but, um, who is also a very inclusive brand. Yes, um, they are. Aerie more specifically, but, um. Like, Ashley Graham went on this big campaign, and she has for a few years during the, um, like, the Victoria's Secret runway yeah. shows. And um, I guess there was some meme I saw a few months ago that said Victoria's Secret is closing, at, like, dozens, maybe hundreds of stores. And the meme was like, I guess they should have let fat girls walk in their runway shows or something oh like that. Gosh. Because that was part of her big campaign was like, yeah. why can't I wear sexy lingerie in your runway? Yeah. Like, I wear and they doubled down on that, yeah. didn't they? Sort yeah. of no, like no, they did. did. They were like, oh, uh, no, we will never carry right. clothes is, for bigger people. Which right. is hilarious to me because it's like, okay, well, look what's happening to your business. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, you're having to close doors. Like, I think that Victoria's Secret is... Um, going short for time this world. I think, yeah. that, I think that they are going to be gone in the next 15 years because they, they are, well, their, their whole thing is that they come out and they're like, um, their response to this was, we're not trying to pitch reality. We're trying to pitch a fantasy, which, um, and that's why they only want to hire models of a certain physique, which I feel like that's, that's a bad that's a bad stance, not only towards the plus size population, but towards the actual models that are in their shows, because it's like, well, these are real women too. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yeah, but I mean, this isn't, this isn't the time to like, nobody's interested in like the fantasy. I feel like the time is up for that. Mm -hmm. So people want to like Aerie, like I love the Aerie brand. Mm -hmm. I know that they don't show like, you know, over at size oh, 12. Yeah, they yeah. really don't. Right. However, I feel like their it's campaign, something. their campaigns though, they don't Photoshop their models at all. Yeah. And their campaigns are really, like their clothes, even like the merchandise, like mm -hmm. their merchandise is so much aimed towards like the normal woman living their life, like what they're going to want. Mm -hmm. Something that's comfortable, something that they feel sexy in, um, but is also comfortable and is practical for their lives. And I feel like Victoria's Secret doesn't do that either. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, like going into, I haven't been inside of Victoria's Secret and since probably high school. Me either. But like you would go into Victoria's Secret and they would have mannequins that would be wearing these like bustiers and things where it's like, okay, how often does somebody actually buy that though? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, yeah, some people buy bustiers, that's fine. But it wasn't like a mainstream. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a functional piece. Right, right. It's like they had the 
ultra like sex kitten satin bras and things, or they had pink, which looked like for a high school girl, yeah. um, like high school girl age. So it's like, what does somebody, what does a woman who's in their thirties, who just needs a nice, bra. who just <laughs> wants to look pretty and feel pretty and wants to also be comfortable. Like right. I don't want to buy a satin push up bra. I'm a triple D right now. Right. So like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I think their product is also very flawed yeah. in that way right now. Um, granted, I haven't really done research on their product lately because I haven't been in there. But yeah. So this kind of goes along with your um, garbage person of the week being um, the people who were being nasty about the uh, Nike, Nike mannequins mm-hmm. and such. So I've talked to you guys about this a little bit, but I haven't talked about it on the podcast. And this is old news. This is not something that was new. Um, but Clinique Cosmetics has a. Uh, I think as of this year, it's fairly new, but they have a um, makeup line for like a working out makeup line um, and it's called Clinique Fit. Um, so it's it's makeup, concealer and mascara and all this stuff for uh, women like while they're working out. And I don't on its face have like that big of a problem with this, but I really hate their marketing for it mm-hmm. uh, because their tagline um, so they actually did use a, uh, a personal trainer as like their model, um, which I think is fine. She looks like a model. Mm-hmm. Um, but their tagline is, uh, life's a marathon, look good running it. And, oh, it just really bothers me. <laughs> you don't have to look good. It really. <laughs> it's okay to skip makeup when you yeah. work out. Like, yeah. It really I, bothers me. I, it puts like such undue pressure, I feel like, on women to be like, oh my god, I have to I, look, I good look good while too. I do that too. But also, okay, so devil's advocate. If 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 I'm going out there and I'm like, I'm going to spend money on like a really cute workout outfit that makes me feel good, that like makes me feel confident and whatever, could you also say that about like putting on some makeup before you... I don't have a problem... I don't have a problem with people who want to wear makeup while they work out. Um, I think that's fine. I just, I don't like the, I don't like the marketing that it, that is like you need to look good yeah. while you're working out or you need to look a certain way. Right. And it's like, if it's already happening, if women are already putting makeup on, that's fine. But it's like, why do we need to like reinforce stoke that. that fire? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. I guess I just feel also like, uh, that's great if you're running, and I can only speak for myself, so this is just my opinion. Some people probably feel different and love this product and love this line. And I get it. Like, I get the appeal of that. I guess I just feel like, um, like I said, like, I've run a half marathon before, and it's like, isn't it enough that I'm doing it? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, totally. I want to do it. I want to feel comfortable, and I want... Like, shouldn't that be enough of a confidence boost is the fact that women are actually doing those things versus, like, having to look a certain way. And the woman in the ad, she is a trainer. She does not look like she's working out. Like, I mean, it's like a model photo shoot. Yeah. In a studio. In in a studio. With a wind tunnel. Yeah. It's (laughs) not like you're actually running or anything. Um, But this is the same way. I'm glad you brought this up, Neem, because this is the same way that I feel about... um, I don't know why I have, like... I mean, I do know why, but I have maybe an unjust, admittedly so, kind of beef against Fabletics. Mm-hmm. So Fabletics is, you know, the Kate Hudson yeah. workout line of like leggings and like tight but it's tops not her, and sports she's bras. She's just the spokesperson, isn't that right? No, it's like her company. No, it's her company. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't, 
I don't like it because I feel like, well, why do I have to look fabulous when I'm working out? Isn't it enough that I'm just working out? Like I work out in, I have these Nike leggings that I really love, not because they look great, but because they uh, stay up and they're comfortable and they stay where I want them to be when I'm working out. And then I like put on t-shirts and I just work out in that or like tank tops or whatever. And I have the same sports bras from Target that I've had for 10 years (laughs) and I'm wearing one right now. Um, and, uh, I guess I just feel like I don't like the pressure put upon women. Like we have, we have pressure all the time to look fabulous all the time anyway. Yeah. And I guess I just don't like that. It's like fabletics, like workout wear that you can look like a fashionista while you're working out. Right. Granted. That's my opinion, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it if somebody feels like they do genuinely want like fashionable workout clothes mm-hmm. because they want to feel fashionable while they work out. Um, I don't have a problem with them. I just, I've never liked the Fabletics thing, and I don't like their marketing. Like, yes, they do, they do use plus size models, which I think is great, but like their marketing. It just always is like Kate Hudson doing yoga on the top of a mountain. And she's, and she's got like her hair down and it's wavy. And right. it's like, I'm sorry, but like most women who work out don't just like wear their hair down. Like, right. like it doesn't, they don't look like they're like actually, like when I work out afterwards, I look like, uh, literally the, uh, what's her face? Uh, the trunch bowl from Matilda. <laughs> Um, like I am sweaty. I have a messy bun. Such like a clear picture. My face is like red and I just don't look cute. And that's fine. I feel fine not looking cute. Why hasn't anyone tapped into that marketing? Like, here's what you should really look like after you work Well, not even what you should look like, but what people do. But what people look like, yeah. Like, what people actually, like, what women actually... I think that's actually a smart marketing campaign. Right. Look like after they work out. Right. Like, I have a ring of sweat around my neck. Yeah. And it's, there is literally a picture of the Trunchbull that I found one time that I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I look like. It's like her with a top knot and she's wearing a sweatshirt and her face is bright red and there's like sweat around the neck. And I'm like, yes, that is me. That is my brand. Um, I'll take what she's wearing. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but it just bothers. I just don't like, I just don't like that. It's like, oh God, when can we, when are we allowed to ever not look like we're paying it? Like like camera ready. When are we ever, when are we ever allowed to not care about how we look? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, really, not even when I'm working out. Right. Like, not even when I'm, like, you running know, a marathon. It's right. funny you say this because I I buy into this stuff a lot. Not on purpose. I just find myself being like, oh, I should do this. And, like, I literally just bought pajamas that are cute. Because I was like, I feel like I'm in my 30s and I need, like, a pajama set that's, like, cute. Because yeah. like, adult. <laughs> it's, like, what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And I did. And I bought, like, a little, like, pink like little sweater thing that goes with like a little matching shorts and like I was like that into it. Adorable. It was yeah, really, it does sound cute. really cute. But at the end of it I was kind of like, wait, I never wear this. Why thing. do I need to look good when I sleep? <laughs> right. Like when does it end? Like right. I feel I have to feel cute to go to sleep. Like I don't right. want to like just put on like a t shirt or whatever. Right. Like I, say, I sleep in an old t shirt infiltrating my life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that but that's, just to your I mean, point. Like it's that like is, we, there's never a time when we're not allowed to just be like, no, we I'm are, going to bed. Can I just not right. be cute? I mean, that's just, we are set up from a very young age to look a certain way and like, you know, 
it's just ingrained in society yeah. that this is how we behave. Totally. And like we watch movies where Carrie Bradshaw goes to sleep in a, ne- in a pearl necklace. Oh my God. And we're like, yeah. oh, should I be doing, should I be dressing right. up to No, we, we watch that and like, I, I know we were watching that stuff as like teenagers and early I, 20s. I mean, we watch I, that though and now. we're all like, oh, she's so fucking glamorous. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. But it's like nobody does that. If you did do that, you would probably die in your sleep. Throw, you would be, strangle you yourself. would choke on your necklace. <laughs> But also, Mr. Big was never like, you're going to wear your, like, $1,000 pearl necklace to sleep? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Talk about like, selling like a fantasy. on board. Right. Like, I don't, yeah, uh, no. No, totally. Not to mention, she, there's, everybody talks about there's no way she could have afforded oh. her lifestyle with her. Right, like, yeah. she writes a column in yeah. a newspaper or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's... Lies. They're all selling they're lies. lies. No, it's just, that's why I enjoy, show, like, I enjoy Broad City, because it's like, okay, this is... Realistic. <laughs> these yeah. are, like, course, women that are hilarious, having them. fun, like, living their lives, Because and they're like, we can make money, we can make, like, an extra 200 bucks if we just sleep on the roof tonight. Like, that's the kind of stuff that we And would I feel like that's about. the yeah. kind of shit that we yeah. would have done in college. I yeah. honestly do. Like, totally. Like, hey, I'm gonna stay at your house, and we're gonna Airbnb my house, <laughs> yeah. and then the next night, we're gonna do the opposite. Yeah. So, uh, I love, there's like a really funny episode of Broad, well, every episode is really funny, um, Mm -hmm. but there's an episode of Broad City where it's like, uh, uh, Abby is like trying to go to this art opening and she like gets pepper sprayed and like the shirt, they didn't take off the security thing on her shirt. So she's trying to get it off and then she like goes by the gym where she works so she can, um, I think like shower there or something and she's so funny. Because then the guy who works at the gym is like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I was just walking by doing some parkour. And he's like, all right, show me what you got. Show me what you got. <laughs> and he's just like rattling off all these different moves. He's like, TikTok, TikTok, show me a TikTok. And you can tell she doesn't know what it means. And she's just like posing on a fire hydrant. And he's like, nice, nice. Tug and roll over this car. Tug and roll over this car. And she just like gets on the hood and is like laying out. And it's so funny. Oh my God, it's so good. But- I love when she, uh, when Alana goes through the... She wears period pants where oh, she the airport. has like blood all so, over so her. So, she so can, they don't search so her. She, yeah, so she can like bring her pot on the plane or whatever. Yeah, she just wears period pants. Like, <laughs> I was through the airport because they don't want to search her. Oh my God. And yeah, the dog comes up. She's like, excuse me. And they're like, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just saw her. I'm really into leopard print right now. I am too. I, I never really it. You never left it. it. But I want some leopard print statement pieces. Yeah, I said it. Okay, do it. Moving I on. Love it. Um, so also, real quick, um, before we leave this topic, uh, there was also another Nike campaign, which Nike is doing some great things, I think. Um, but there was another Nike campaign recently with a model who um, had like unshaved armpits, and it was like for a sports bra. Uh, and it was like pretty close up and she had like her arm over her head and it's like very obvious that she like didn't shave under her arms and the, they were getting a lot of good comments on social media, but they also got a lot of really negative comment comments from people that were like, this is so disgusting. Like I can't believe you would show that it's disgusting. And like, that is how bodies look. And like men and like men commenting, like ladies, if you ever want to get a man, you need to like like good hygiene whatever and it's like okay shaving your armpits doesn't really have anything to do with good hygiene yeah you could be a totally clean person and just I mean, decide men, not I mean, men to do it. Men, yeah men do it when i was in michigan there was one guy there who a friend of the family extended family and um he totally a trump voter completely and um 
somehow the topic of body hair, like women, they're like, you know, women aren't shaving their legs and armpits as much anymore or something like that. And I was like, well, if I have to shave, you guys should have to shave or something like that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see hairy legs and armpits on you guys either. Uh-huh. And, um, and he just said, and it like stopped the conversation. He was like, if you don't want to shave your armpits, you can go live in Europe. <laughs> swear to God. Wow. It was just kind of like... How does that even make sense? Like, like why? Yeah, why, is that, do why does that upset you so much? Like, why like, do I have literally to leave the country? Hair. It's literally body hair. Yeah. Like, literally, you're born with Calm it. the fuck down. I mean, I shave my armpits, I'm not going to lie, but... Yeah, I mean, you should be able to do, I do what too, you want. But yeah. Like, if you don't want to, you should be able to I was going to say, I do totally. too, but like, people should have a choice. It's, you shouldn't be told that you're gross or that you're you unla- have to leave the country. unladylike. Or, <laughs> God, yeah. Also, okay, this you is what... You leave the country. <laughs> this is what crazy. I have to say. This is what I have to say about all of this stuff that's going on right now with Trump and the alt-right and... All of this, like, if you don't like it, then you can move or you can leave. Like, you know, you, like, if you don't love America, I hate this rhetoric so much, and I know we all do, but I hate the rhetoric of, like, if you don't support America, you can leave. Who the fuck are you mm-hmm. to tell somebody else they have to move? Yeah. Like, who made you in charge? Like, okay, I know literally the president's in charge, and that's depressing. <laughs> but it's like, but these America people... is the people of America. Correct. So, like, if you're like, being a you patriot, you technically, yeah. yeah, are being, you're like supportive of the people who live in this I country. I just feel not like, necessarily... who are you to say, who are you to say, like, well, if you feel this way, you can leave? Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not the way it works. Like, if somebody is an American citizen and they, reside here they are allowed to have an opinion and, and that's why we have that's the, the first amendment some people feel like the freedom of speech only applies if you're yeah. like spewing hate yeah. and it's like no i'm allowed to say and i think of it like this like a lot of the congresswomen which i'm not going to call them the squad because i fucking hate that yeah. i hate that i hate that people call them the squad because it makes them sound like high school a girls. group yeah a group of like high school friends and it's like no they're actually accomplished professional women, women professional women who have who achieved more in their like 30 years of life than most people. Um, so no, I'm not going to call them the squad, but these Congresswomen that are like under attack from the president and his followers, um, it's like they had the audacity of saying like, there are things in the country that need to be improved. Mm-hmm. That's like what they did. Yeah. And, and like Trump when saying that, like, he says that shit all the time. And because because they said that, it's they're branded as like you hate America and you shouldn't be here. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but if you live in a country, shouldn't you want it to be better? Like shouldn't you want things to be good for everyone? Like shouldn't you I mean, that's part of I feel like that's part of our responsibility mm-hmm. as Americans and as humans. Yeah. Like shouldn't I want us to not be keeping children in cages and shouldn't I want us to be taking care of like children in low income areas and making sure that nobody's slipping through the cracks. Like, shouldn't I want that for my country? And I don't understand why that, I feel like that's the most patriotic way you can be is like, I, I love my country and I want it to be better. I want it to be the best way it can be. And I'm so tired of this rhetoric of like, you hate, if you say anything, uh, anything critical about the country, you're like, you hate America. Mm -hmm. Like that's ridiculous. And it is a sentiment that is taking off, as we've seen, like wildfire, and it's very scary to me. It's very scary. It's very scary. And I hate it, and I don't understand 
I don't understand how so many people in charge, like so many members of our government can stand by and let these things, like let the president say these things and not vocally like come out against it. And I feel like so many people are like tiptoeing around it. Like so many like members of Congress and everything are tiptoeing around it. And it makes me so mad. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see the new tweets about Baltimore? No. No, I've been a little out of the loop, but he, he just, he he did a tweet tantrum again, basically. And just said like, Baltimore is a horrible, filthy place. Nobody wants to live there. And it's full of rats. Or something like that. And so people, And by rats, he means... I'm assuming <laughs> he means the human beings that live there. Um, but, like, uh, people are coming out with the hashtag, I think, like, Baltimore Strong or, like, We Are Baltimore or something like that. And that people are coming out and saying, like, I grew up there. I live there. Like, somebody... I forget. Somebody tweeted something like, um, uh, the children that live in Baltimore are worthy of love. They are worthy... Uh, they're just as worthy as children anywhere else. Like, you just don't call human beings rats. And you also don't talk about a place where humans actually live as being, like, a filthy, terrible place. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... That is <sighs> unbelievably heinous behavior. Um, Everything is awful. Everything is awful. <laughs> um, um, I do have a, a winner who's oh, not... Who's not um, this awful. one, who's not, he's, they're wonderful. Um, there are these middle school girls in New York, in the Bronx actually, who have started a podcast called, um, Shh, Don't Talk About Periods. <laughs> so, it was a very dramatic like announcement of the title. So, I, their whole story, and I listened to this story on NPR, and I was just so, I don't know. It was it was such a a really uplifting story about these young girls who were like, why aren't we allowed to talk our, about our periods? Like we made we were made to think that it's so like um, what's the word I'm looking like for? Dirty or like dirty and taboo. Taboo, taboo is what I'm looking for. Yeah. And they were like, you know, like we have we have to go to the nurse and say we need a marshmallow. <gasps> they have a code no. word. Yes. No. For a pet. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh and my they're god. Like, you can't even use the words. Yeah. That's so awful. That is so, terrible. Um, they started this podcast where they like bring in. I don't. Maybe they bring in their school nurse or you know some other people and ask them the questions that little girls in middle school who are starting their periods like have about their periods. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, that's what it's. That wow. was my winner of the week. I love these that. Awesome. Good for like, them. And the, just the fact that these middle school girls have the 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 insight to be like, this this seems weird. Right. That we're not allowed to talk about this. Yes. That's amazing. Instead of just taking what adults tell them. Yeah. And just go with it, which is what I feel like I did and right. as a kid. Oh, totally. Like it was just you take the lead on Oh, we're not supposed to oh, we're supposed to like take yeah. our tampon and like Exactly. To go to the bathroom. Even as a wo- like a, a grown, as a grown woman, woman, I'm, I'm so secretive. Yeah, at work and stuff. Like. Yeah. I know. And then it's like, oh my god, I'm taking my purse to the bathroom. Everyone's gonna know. Like yes. I still feel like that as a 30 some year old yeah. adult. Like th- this week, so I was on my period this past week, and I took my purse to. I was going to the bathroom, and one of the managers that I work with, uh, I like walked by him, and he was like, "Hey, where are you going?" 
because I had my purse yeah. with me. And I was just like, oh, I was just like, oh, nowhere. And he was like, oh, okay. And it was so awkward. Uh, and then afterwards, like. Wouldn't it have been like, hilarious if you're like, oh, I just got to go change my tampon. Exactly. Right and like walked away. But yeah. it was like, I, and I don't think he thought anything of it. Not that it matters. Like, yeah, but I would never be like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom yeah. with my purse because I'm on my period. But it's still, it's like one of those things where we, it's a natural. Everybody has it. Like, I'm a grown woman and I still am like, I hope nobody sees me right. take oh, my purse to the bathroom. Get this. So there was like a little field trip at my work and I didn't go, but one of my co one of my female coworkers went and my female boss went and who was driving was a male sea level person. And he was driving a van of people out to where they were headed and for the day. And he made a rule that there are no bathroom stops. Wait, why does he get to make that rule? Um, like two hours. Okay. So no bathroom stops whatsoever. Well, one of the coworkers was like having like a, she's getting over like a water infection or like a, something like that. So she was like, like pee right away. Yeah. Pure anxiety over yeah. the fact that like, I'm not allowed to stop to go to the bathroom. Because this little like 20 year old told me that. Right. Like this is so stupid. Like yeah. this man who has no idea. And I was like, that is so inappropriate. I was so pissed because I was like, if I was going, I would have been like, we need to pull, we need to stop. And if he said why, I'd be like, because I, I'm having my period. And yeah, I'm going right. to bleed all over your car. Yeah. Like, that is so inappropriate for... Why does he get to make that decision Yeah, about everybody else? Like, just because you're the just one driving? Just because he's the sea level white man, I guess, who just decides. It's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. that. I was like, so pissed about that. And then Would I you felt, rather somebody just like pee or take I a shit horrible, in your bus? the like, co-worker who went that... I didn't go, and I'm, like, the vocal one who would be like, um, no, yeah. fuck that rule. Right. Um, like, I'm an adult. You don't get to decide if I right. get to go to the bathroom or not. Right, right. But um, the, the poor um, girl who went, she was, like, dealing with this bladder problem, was, like, already embarrassed and, like, yeah, like, you and don't she's have a to, very she shouldn't have to quiet, describe like, why she needs to go. Yeah, right. and she's, like, a very quiet person who, like, didn't want to speak up. So she just had, like, had to sit there with, like, anxiety. Like, what if I have to go to the bathroom? Right. Oh, that is awful. horrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. That is People really terrible. People are just so inconsiderate. Yeah. And men are just, like, so inconsiderate, I think. It costs zero dollars to just, like, be nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, sometimes people act like it's such a damn struggle to just, like, be a nice person. And I don't know if you guys saw the, uh, the it went viral, but the, um, the lawmaker this year, she's a black woman who was, like, eight months pregnant who was... Did you guys see this? The the woman, um, what's her, her name's Eric or something. But she was at uh, the grocery store and she went through, she was going through the 10 items or less line, but she had like 12 items or something. Mm-hmm. And some white guy walked up to her and just started like berating her. It was just like, you, you're a lazy bitch and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And she said, um, let me try to find it. She, uh, she said that, sorry, I'm like looking at my phone right now, but she said Erica Thomas. So, um, but she said that the, uh, she said that the man set told her to go back where she came from. Jesus. And he, one of the things I think is like funny about this a little bit, I mean, not funny, but, um, she like put out this really emotional video of where she was like sobbing afterwards and she was like it shook me to my core like I'm eight months pregnant and I have a hard time standing up for a long time because of that so I went through like the, sh- the shorter line 
and um, you know, like I know that I had more than 10 items, but I was hoping it wasn't a big deal because of the fact that like I'm having physical limitations and for a guy unprovoked. And then the guy came out and said, uh, he came out and like, they had like a debate like in front of the grocery store, essentially like later, like days after this happened where he was like, no, I didn't say go back where you came from, but I did call you a lazy fucking bitch. Jesus. And he was, like, Christ. essentially, like, it seemed like he was proud of the fact that he, like, called her that. And I'm like, even if that's the only thing you said, like, that still is wrong, dude. That's awful. Like, that still is, like, a nasty thing to it's say to mean. somebody who's a stranger. Like, yeah. you don't know what people are going through. You don't know their story. I'm sure that you, you could tell if somebody's eight months pregnant, you can probably right. tell they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. But it's like, even if you just said that, the fact that you're admitting to that, like, you're proud of that? Yeah. Like, right. it's not okay to say that to somebody. And, um... So that it started like this whole debate about like was she in the wrong because she made a big deal about it was he in the wrong because he said these things and it's like again it costs zero dollars to just be nice like is it so She's hard not hurting anyone and I just feel not like inconveniencing right anyone. like somebody maybe had to wait in a line for an extra ten seconds yeah. while those two items were scanned right. or whatever that she had but it just makes me so furious because it makes me feel like we as white people need to be better allies. And I just wish in these situations, I wish that there would have been somebody there. Yeah. Like somebody else there who would have been like, hey, you are not going to talk to her like that. Right. And it makes me really sad. I don't know if anybody else said anything or not, but it makes it, it really, I don't think that anybody did because she didn't mention that. But it just makes me so mad that more people are not, like I am done staying out of other people's business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In these things. I'm done with that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't like, work anymore. Well, so th- from now did. on, like right. if I see somebody, I've like made a choice that if I see somebody treating somebody else badly mm-hmm. in public, no matter what the situation is, I'm going to say something because it's not okay. Yeah. And I'm done being complicit. In and I think it's part of the responsibility as people who have privilege in this country yes. to stand up for what's right and like, hey, like you know, we need to be allies. And I feel like the only way that people are going to like I always say this like the only way that rape culture is going to go away or be diminished is if men come out against it Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the only way it's gonna like it's gonna go away and it's the same way I feel like with racism and everything that's going on right now where um like all this like blatant racism in our country Mm -hmm. um I feel like the only way that that is going to be diminished is through people of privilege stepping up and yeah. saying like, nope, or not stepping up with this down to let or, yeah. other people rise up. Yeah. Like, yes. It's yeah. about like, you know, take my seat at the table this time because I, you have to like, if you have privilege, you have to be like, let me lend a hand and pull yeah. people up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I listened to, or I uh, follow this um, Instagram account. It's called no white saviors and it's really good. I like it because I feel like it keeps me as like a privileged white person. It like keeps me in check a little bit. And I feel like we should always, have stuff that like keeps us in check. And I saw a, um, a post by them that it said something like if, um, if you, if you're not, if you're a white person and you're not uncomfortable right now, then you're not, um, listening or you're not doing it right. Like we should be uncomfortable with what's going on. Right. And I think that a lot of people choose to ignore like the Donald Trump tweets and things like that because they are like, feel uncomfortable about it Mm -hmm. or like the it's awkward and it's like yeah it is awkward like why are people so afraid to it's like people are afraid to speak up and feel and like 
face something that makes him feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, we need to be bigger than that, though. Yeah. Because this is a problem. This is how we got here. This is how we got here. Ignoring stuff. Right. So, and I'm um, just as bad as anybody else. I'm just yep. like, I can't deal with this today. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll just ignore it for the day, but it's yeah. like, that's how these things happen. Mm-hmm. That's how oh, completely. this person got elected in the first place. Ugh. Like, because we were all like, oh, I can't, I don't I can't deal with it. Like, you right. know, totally. I'm just going to vote in the national election, not the, the presidential mm-hmm. election and not like my local election, like stuff like that. It's just, yep. we have to pay more attention. Oh Yeah. And that's what's like when we're on vacation and I don't see news for a few days and I'm like, oh, it's so nice not to hear any of that bullshit. And then you come back and you're just berated with like, what did he do now? Because everything's awful again. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I know. And it's like how nice that we have the option of taking a few days off. The option of, yeah. yeah, Because that's That's privilege right there. And um, no, I agree. I mean, yeah, I totally do it too. We went to Pittsburgh and I was like, all right, I'm not going to look at the Huffington Post the whole time we're here. Right. And they didn't, and I just chose not to. But that doesn't mean that during that weekend, people weren't suffering or right. living with it every se- every second of every right. day. It's like crazy stuff. Well, that's depressing. Sorry. <laughs> but, depressing. you know, it's important to talk about it. Um, we should talk about, do you guys have any recommendations? Um, I'm like nine months behind, but I watched A Star is Born. <laughs> Did you guys watch that? Oh, yeah. I cannot get that goddamn song out. Oh, there. it's very catchy. It's with again, the shallow song. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought Lady Gaga was so good. She was. I, lo- I love her. I do too. I do too. I love her, and it was pretty good. I mean, honestly, it's like one of those movies that I watched once, and I'm probably never gonna watch it again. Yeah. But But I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Good. I also just finished Chernobyl. On HBO. Oh, I haven't started it. Is it good? It. Allie, you would love I it. I want to watch it. Like it. I mean, it's, it is not, obviously, a feel-good right. show, but you don't really? like those anyways. You I like, thought it was about a birthday party <laughs> in Chernobyl. You like all the murdery stuff anyway. I love murders. So, this one, I mean, I've gone, like, full force, like, internet deep dives into what nuclear reactors do. Oh, my gosh. Like I have to see this. It's I, really, yeah. really Maybe I'll start watching it tonight. It's so yeah, interesting. And it's only five episodes long. Yeah. You know, it also has what's his face from uh, Mad Men. Yeah. There's the guy oh, from Mad Men in it, which I miss him. Um, Lane Pierce. I forget his name. But he's in it, and um, Stellan Skarsgård is yeah. in it. Um, love Stellan. And I do. I love him so much. Mm-hmm. I really do. I love that name. That, that whole family. They're beautiful men. Beautiful men. Um, and then um, Emily Watson is in it. Those are really the three big ones, but so good. Yeah, I need to watch it. It's I've been so wanting fa- to. It's so fascinating. I love it. Like, the whole Chernobyl thing is so interesting to me it anyway. Is, and then, so, I, like, when I heard, and I heard it was really good. When I hear about the timeline of mm-hmm. things that are, like, still happening there, yeah. it's insane that, like, there's, it's still not, like, 100%, like, good to go. Yeah. You know? No. It's Not crazy. at all. So, crazy that was, stuff. that was really good. Well, that's. mini series there. That sounds good. Do you have recommendations? Uh, yeah. Speaking of crime, speaking of murders, I also <laughs> love murders. Like <laughs> a, a little bit too much to where like I listen scare and yourself. watch like murder <laughs> things all day, and then I have like scary ass dreams and <laughs> yep. stuff. Same. But I'm obsessed. So um, this podcast, I don't think I've recommended this before on here. Hopefully not. If I'm repeating myself, but um, it's called Crime Junkie. And it's a podcast, and they actually are in Indianapolis, so they're not too far away. Um, And it's, like, two women who um, they do once a week. 
Um, they tell a story behind like either a missing person, a murder, or serial killer. And um, they do such a good job of telling a story. Like, if you're like a, a murderino person, like if you're a um, my favorite murder my favorite kind of murders, person, yeah. like a lot of times I hear people say, oh, I don't like how they just like chat a long time in the beginning um, and before they like get to the murder. Well, Crime Junkie just like, they're just like, okay, here's today's story. And they just like tell the story. But they do such a good job of telling the story succinctly and like I don't know it's just a really really well done podcast and they are growing like crazy because they started I want to say like just a little bit over a year ago and now they're like huge so listen to that if you're into true crime because it's like probably the best one out there right now crime junkie there's this I need um, to check that out uh, a series coming to CBS soon called why women kill and the costume designer (gasps) is how I found out about it she's the same costume designer as Mad Men Mm -hmm. and it's about it has Lucy Liu and Jennifer Goodwin in it and the teaser just says why women kill details the lives of three women living in three different decades a housewife in the 60s a socialite in the 80s and a lawyer in 2019 each dealing with infidelity in their marriages the series will examine how the roles of women have changed, but how their reaction to betrayal has not. Ooh. I think that, I don't know if it's like wow. based on true. I was gonna say I can tell you why women kill. <laughs> it's no mystery. We're pissed as hell. But like why men kill? Nobody fucking knows because they're right. psycho. But women, we kill because a man pisses off. I was gonna say we kill because it's pretty much so. Accurate. Yeah, you sent me this uh, link and the the little like promo images for it beautiful. are really cool. Yeah. So I I it's it's looks like it's oh gonna that's be good. gonna be great. Um, that's good. I'm gonna have to check out that podcast. I actually have a podcast recommendation as well. Uh, Travis got me into this. So um, when we were going a few months ago to Asheville, we went to Asheville for a long weekend. And when we were going there, we started listening to Travis was like, Oh, I listened to this podcast. You'd probably like, and it's called, sorry. I like always, oh, it's called you're wrong about, have you guys heard about this? Mm-mm. So there's this podcast, it's called you're wrong about. And, um, it's two, uh, it's a man and a woman who do it, um, together and they are around our age. Um, and, uh, they are talking about kind of debunking different scandals or like scandalous people. Um, or different things like growing up that they remember from their childhood. And as adults, they go back and research them and actually talk about like what really happened. Um, because a lot of things, especially in the nineties, it was like such a decade of things becoming media spectacles. Mm. So each episode is a different like topic or person. So they did the dare program. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and that one is, that one's really interesting because like, I didn't know a lot about dare, but essentially they talk about how it was like not effective and, yeah. All this stuff, but um, it was a Reagan era, like fuck up. It was right? yeah, it was well, it, yeah, it was like late nineties. Yeah. Um, but it, like they poured the government poured money, money into, into Dare, and yeah. it essentially had. Like, I remember effect. going through Dare program. Yep, me too. I remember going through Dare. It wasn't, wasn't there like a song you sing. I need to look that there up. There was a mascot. We sang a song. There was a mascot for sure. I, I don't remember the song. <laughs> we definitely sang a song. I have to look that up. Okay. It was, that dare was kind of debunked on Adam Ruins Everything too. Yeah, I, I love was, that show. I was, uh, I, I am ashamed to say that I used to have an oversized t-shirt from oh, Dare that yeah. said, that said, 
don't, uh, it said dare in the top corner, but it said don't do dat. And it was D-A-T and it stood for drugs, alcohol, and tobacco. Don't do dat. Don't do dat. <laughs> don't do dat. Oh, <laughs> that's so bad. Isn't that bad? But they were like handing them out at school. Yeah, And, yeah. and, and Officer I Donovan, our dare officer, I used to think he was so cool. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe it is the reason I didn't do drugs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But anyway, um... So they Maybe did it that. Does work. <laughs> I didn't do drugs I either. <laughs> um, well, it was funny because the program was mainly aimed at like eight and nine year olds, yeah. and they were essentially like, "But what eight and nine year olds are going to be like free basing anyway?" Right. You know, like that's they're like, "What's that?" I remember that? watching videos of like an eight or nine year old boy like smoking from a bowl. Or oh something my god! And being like, "I don't." I mean, think I guess that. Ha- I guess that. that happens, but like. I have to believe it's really rare. Yeah. Kids don't start getting into drugs usually until they're like in high school. But so, um, maybe, right. But I really love it because it's also about different people. So they had a really good one about, uh, what's her face? Um, Amy Fisher, Mm -hmm. you know, the long Island Lolita, um, and that whole case. And it was like just debunking. She was portrayed in the media as though she was like some femme fatale, like evil, jealous, vengeful woman. And it's like, in reality, she was a 16 year old who was kind of forced into prostitution by her older and manipulative like boyfriend. So, um, but they, they have a two part one now and it was Tanya Harding. So it was like, and you know, you guys know I'm like a junkie for, um, the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan scandal. (laughs) Uh, I think I find it so fascinating. But they had her on, and so they have, like, they have one about, like, shaken baby syndrome. It's just, like, debunking all of these things. Like, one about satanic panic. Yeah. Like, debunking all of these things that we grew up kind of, like, being scared of growing up in the 80s and 90s. And then talking about how, like, it was actually a lot of fear-mongering. So, anyway, um, it's really, really good. So, I recommend that. Um, And then I also watched a new uh, Netflix series called Jailbirds. Have you guys watched this or Mm -hmm. heard of this? No. So it is a, um, it's a series, it's a reality series about women in prison and they like chronicle the lives of, um, several women in a prison in Indianapolis, wait, not Indianapolis. I don't know why I'm like blanking right now. Um, but they chronicled the lives of women in a prison. I think, I feel like it's in Indiana. I don't know. It's wait. Okay. I don't know. I'm getting it confused. It's somewhere. Um, but they chronicle essentially the lives, I'm sorry, it's in Sacramento. It's totally in Sacramento. Um, but they chronicle the lives of these women who are in prison. Um, and it's just really interesting, um, and heartbreaking at times, as you can imagine, um, to hear like the backstories of a lot of these women. They're like, yeah, you know, my mom had me when she was 14 and then I went into foster care and I was in and out of the system and I, you know committed my first robbery when I was like 13 or something. Mm. So, um, but it's really interesting and it's called jailbirds. Hmm. Um, there's only one season and I think it's like eight episodes or six episodes or something. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, and I think, I think, Oh, sorry. What? I was going to say recommendations. Oh, do you have anything else other than the podcast? Oh, Oh, that's right. Um, no, I don't think so. I recommend dipping, I recommend dipping latte Oreos (laughs) in coffee and eating them. Life-changing. So this is a Cincinnati-specific recommendation, but have you guys been to Taglio yet? (gasps) I love Taglio. It's so... It's so good. Good. You guys... go when I'm done with Whole30. I'm, like, (laughs) obsessed with it. So there is a new pizza place in Cincinnati. It's got uh, 
specializes in Detroit style pizza, which is my favorite kind, it's by the so way. So good. And then, it, but it also has thin, and I've tried both of the types, and they're both really good. Um, so there's thin, they have like a thinner crust, like a more traditional crust, and they have a Detroit, um, Detroit style crust. So it's like thick and like crispy around the edges, like Sicilian style. You guys, it's so good. Detroit style pizza in general is a recommendation because they do like, they put the sauce on top. Mm -hmm. They put, it's like bread with like the toppings and then they'll just like put a little sauce on the very, very top of it. It's like a chunky sauce too. Yeah, the tomato. so good. Do you want to celebrate the end of Whole30 and go to Taglio? Yeah, I do. (laughs) It's so good, you guys. We should. And the, okay, so I haven't eaten them, but uh, we were with friends one time when we went and they got the mozzarella sticks and it's like they, it's not like frozen mozzarella sticks. It's like they make them there and like the breading is all like hand- it's they're like hand breaded <laughs> and they're huge. Okay, no more. Talk okay, about sorry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> also, they have a really good Caesar salad and a uh, made in house Caesar dressing. Okay, I'm done. And they have dips. They have dips. They have crust dips. Okay, not dips. <laughs> I love a crust dip. Oh you guys, God, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that I love it so much is that they have crust dips. That's amazing. We just went to. Uh, Stop saying crust dips. Crust dips. Uh, we just went to. Crust we just went to Mikey's late night slice. Last yeah, night. Was that good? Eh. Uh, it was okay. Is that the one right next to Rheingeist? Yeah. Chris says he's so tired of it. The interior of it is really fun. It's like very, I don't, I don't know. It's like very flashy inside. It's like very kitsch. Mm. Um, so the inside is fun. It does have two bars, um, and it has a patio, which is nice. The pizza is okay, but they have a crust dip station. Mm, I like that. And Ugh, there's like God. spicy ranch, regular ranch. There's something called unicorn sauce. Which was so good. It's what like is a it? ta- it's like a tangy, like a sweet and spicy sauce, Ooh. and then they have like a garlic butter. It's like this, like the garlic butter that you get with like Papa John's pizza. It tastes like that. But I did get a salad from there, and the salad was totally like dull. It was like out of a dull bag, uh, just like put on a plate. I thought you said dull, like D U L L. It was both. It was <laughs> I was dull. like, I've never heard somebody describe a salad. It was dull, dull, and it was dull. Aren't it was all dull. salads dull? Um, so that. Oh, I can't talk. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Salads. I was trying to say salads are dull, and I was like, duh. Yeah, you're like, so, 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 My brain, my brain is not working like because whole 30. <laughs> it does I'm like powering you. down. Malfunction. <laughs> 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 So now that we all want pizza and additional cookies and all that kind of stuff, um, do you guys have anything else for the podcast? No. Are we head to the art museum? I think we're going to go to the art museum. We're going to go see a fashion exhibit. Fascian. Um, Okay. Bye, everyone. Should we do our... Should we do our bye? I, I think we should. Okay, I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, I didn't know where, where that I'm was gonna started, go. I'm but... going first. Bye. 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 bye.